Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So I have to shave my head. What? 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 I have to. Why? Okay, so like I was taking a shower and I bent down to pick up something and at the same exact time, this freaking giant spider like went plop, like hit the <gasps> ground where I had bent, o- bent over. And like, yes, it could have come from the ceiling, but also it could have come from my head. head. That's a, and I, I mm. can no longer live in the reality that there could be a spider making a family in my hair. So What's I have to shave. On? What's going on? I feel like a lot of people, we've been talking about insects a lot lately. I have to it's shave. A, it's a it's a movement. It's summer though. It's summer. That's I've made up my on. mind. You don't have to shave. I have to shave, which that's is unfortunate because I have a mole that's going to make eye contact with a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't live like this. <laughs> I've always been like worried that if I ever lost my hair or had to shave, I, I'm, I'm a very freckly yeah. person. I have moles <laughs> everywhere. I remember I went into like a doctor appointment once, just a simple checkup. And you know how you have to wear like the, the robe with like the open back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just sitting like facing away from the door and she walked in and she goes, oh, we're freckly. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's one of the first <laughs> things she said to me. And I was just like, hmm. You're like, yes, hi, nice Love to meet that. you. Yes, <laughs> very Irish. I got lots of freckles, so... Well, anyways, yeah, that's a concern because I know they're on my head. I know it. Yeah. I feel, I see them sometimes every once in a while. This is a weird. This is weird. We are talking about moles <laughs> on your head. <laughs> What's happening? Goodbye, hair. New topic. <laughs> new topic. Change now. Hello, Hello everyone. everyone. Welcome back to the pod. I'm Ashley. To the pod. I'm Taryn. And uh, this is unsolicited advice. Where you guys send us your emails if you did not know. <laughs> oh, it's like a weird of stories, of awkward situations. I'm just of, gonna keep, you know, serious just things. Bulldoze, right? And we give you our <laughs> unsolicited. Not even finish it here. Okay, say advice. Say <laughs> advice. it. Advice. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking. That's one of the things I've come to like love. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not love, but like you, you mainly love, love about our friendship is you like. Love it. You fully graduated past, like, you can fully tune me out. 100%. Well, it's not even that. Like, if I if I have to, obviously, I, I, would, I would stop and pay attention. If but I have if to. I, if, if my, like, if my train of thought is going, mm-hmm. I can't stop the train. It's unstoppable. Well, if I 
stop to acknowledge what you're saying, then I'm going to forget what I'm saying. And then I just sound like an idiot on our podcast. Aaron. You never sound like an idiot. But yeah, I, I think it's because of all the times that I'm just freaking weird. Like, and I'll acknowledge it. Like I do weird things. She does. But so you've, you've created this skill for those times, but the times where I'm actually like, wait, pay attention to me. It's like, (laughs) I don't blame her because I've created this. Yeah. This is your monster. Yeah. Yep. That's it. (laughs) End of story. (laughs) Um, If you guys love, and I I mean, I've been talking to a lot of you guys lately on uh, direct messages on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. It's a good time. Um, And a lot of you guys are new. Like I'm seeing that there's a lot of new listeners that have been binging the pod is what literally verbatim what they say. Um, And I just wanted to say, hey, what's up? I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. And we're happy you're here. Um, But yeah, if you haven't yet, subscribe and uh, follow us on on Instagram because, you know, we think we're a good time. I, yeah. Honestly, like that's the only thing that matters. Like I think I'm hilarious and fun. So you are hilarious. Which is great because I'm alone most of the time. So (laughs) as long as I entertain myself, I think life will continue to just go swimmingly. Swimmingly. Love that. Swimmingly. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like anything. We actually recorded our last episode so freaking early. Very unlike us. So sorry, Mark, for our tendencies. Um, We're all over the place. Yeah. And so- like when Monday came and the episode dropped, like I was a little bit like, oh yeah. What did we record? That was so long ago. <laughs> um, so now it's been so long since we recorded. I'm like, I feel like I should catch everyone up when in reality, they're hearing us the same. Yeah, nothing's you know? changed for them. It's just, it's all mental. Yeah. Um, do you have anything? Not really. Maybe we should just jump into it. Oh, I mean, yeah, but what about all the people who just come here to, <laughs> to hear about <laughs> us, Ash? um nothing new I literally have nothing new (laughs) me neither I just was hoping you would say something okay I left you okay anywho well we're excited to get into this episode um we're super freaking excited because we're starting to like gear up for Mm -hmm. the freaking the mother freaking Freaking October October series right spooky that was good. Is it going to keep? Okay, you're done. done. Okay. okay. Uh, if you guys don't know, especially for the new people here, we had so much fun last year for October. Our We changed the entire setup of our... <laughs> podcast and made it all about scary stories. It's the same concept where you guys send us your own personal stories or stories you've heard or stories from friends, but it's only spooky themed. And we like gave our advice too about like how we would handle the situation. Like we would look up like tips on what to do. So it's definitely still... You know, yes. advice on like the most important topic, which how is how to, to not survive. Die. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you're if you're like, well, I just want the advice. Well, we'll help you and we'll keep you alive. So yeah. I was thinking that. about it. Um, when this episode goes up, it's going to be September 1st. Shut up. Which means it's literally a month away. Okay. Can we acknowledge that summer's already happened? Because I still feel Summer like Summer came and went. I'm looking down and I'm just like. You didn't get tan. You didn't quarantine. Nothing, hits nothing different, happened. Man. It's weird this year. <laughs> um, but yes, summer is gone and we are in September, which means we are a month away from our October series. I'm so excited. So here I am to say if you did not listen to our last October series, please, you should really re listen to it again. I'm planning on re listening to it again. Yeah. The stories were phenomenal. The stuff that you guys sent was, I, I literally couldn't read your emails at night. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I was like, no, I'm going to, because typically whenever we record, I would look up the email that I want to read. Yeah. Um, like I would pick one the night before um, and I, I, I couldn't do it. No, some of them <laughs> I was like, really I got to do it freaky. in the morning. And yeah. yeah so, um, especially when you read a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It gets to you. Um, so yeah, I was we like, basically like begged people to stop sending me stories because I was like, hi, I would like was, to sleep again. So it please. was December and people yeah. were still selling <laughs> sending, that, still yeah, sending yeah. October yeah. series uh, stories. So um, all that to say is we're a month away. It's officially time for you guys to start sending these in. All you have to do is send 
email us your scary story and put October series in the title. Yeah. So we know that it's for October. Um, we'll put that in a separate category and then we'll go through totally. that. Um, I'm so pumped for this. You I'm guys know so me excited. and Taryn went full out with our Halloween costumes yeah. and you better <laughs> believe we're going to do the same, especially because we have so much time on our hands now. So much time. <laughs> so much so good. time. So um, yeah, looking Gosh, forward to that. We gotta get videos figured out before October. Because I know. That's the most entertaining part is watching. Maybe we'll bring it back for October okay. series. And that'll be like Let's from then on out. Continue. You know? Mark's listening like, oh, okay. He's going, sure, guys, sure. Here we go. We talk the talk. We never <laughs> walk the walk. <laughs> the laziest podcasters you'll ever meet. Uh-huh. But, you know. Anywho. Still love us. Um, let's freaking jump in. Should I go first? Yeah, 100%. Oh, do you have a tearing it up? I do have a tearing it up. Girl. Should we sandwich it with our stories or should we just... Dive That's into a lot of reading for you. I feel like you should tear it up. I like that. I love that. Okay. 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 I know how tired you get when we, t- we talk Oof. too much. It's a, you know, it's a lot. Also the, t- the way they titled this is so funny. Are you ready? Sorry. I was What's drinking going- my DC. <laughs> Go ahead. Taryn Renee loves diet Coke. Yeah, I do. Fun fact. Also, I just listened to, um, uh, Bill Gates episode on the armchair expert. And mm-hmm. he also loves diet Coke addicted. Yep. Apparently like six cans a day. I mean, I definitely, I feel like I've tried to go down to like one to two a day. Why did you pause that? Well, I'm looking at that cup. Okay, well, that's, that's like a, a big gulp size. <laughs> that's, a, that's, so, a lo- that's a large. And I know you're going to have another um, one later. Maybe. But yeah, I've definitely <laughs> tried to go down a little bit, but it just makes me happy. And everyone comes at me all the time saying I'm going to die. But I could walk outside and get hit by a car. And then I'd be miserable because I didn't have Diet Coke that morning. So, <laughs> well, you know, I used to come at you because of the DC thing. It was a lot of, it's a lot of Diet Coke. I toned down. But then I was like, well, if Bill Gates does it. Then, and because all I'm, the approval I need. I've been trying to get everyone to understand, like, I'm freaking brilliant <laughs> and I'm always right. So, and maybe it's the Diet Coke. I, I, yeah, you know, it's like a steroid. I would want to be brain. around you without Diet Coke. So, you know, I don't want to be around myself either. <laughs> okay, here we go. Tearing it up. If you guys don't know what tearing it up is, it is our segment where you guys send in funny stories, mm-hmm. um, embarrassing stories, and we all get a good laugh out of it. So, uh, here we go. This one is titled Taryn Renee or Taryn it freaking up all caps with oh like gosh. five exclamation points. I feel like this is coming straight at me. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay. This one is from <laughs> hello. Hi. Oh, that's a beautiful name. That's a great name. Yeah. Uh, and they write. So here is my very embarrassing story. So I was showing at a pig show. And we had to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to load up a pig in the trailer and bring them to the show. I had packed my show clothes because, you know, I'm not going to wear my nice clothes while trying to get a 250-pound pig into a trailer. I mean, it's <laughs> valid. Anyways, so I had packed my bag the night at night, and I have all my jeans in one drawer. So when I went to change in the bathroom, I had grabbed my work jeans. Oh, no. Oh, my work jeans are about three inches short and have holes in all the wrong places and paint all over them. According to my brother, I looked like a quote hobo. And let me remind you, it was just my cousin, brother, dad, and me. So I had changed about 10 minutes before the show started. Oh, and let me also remind you that this was basically the state fair, but you could bring more than one pig. So there were close to 800 pigs there. Wow. (laughs) Which is a crap tonch. They put in parentheses and like 500 people. I had lived 15 minutes away from the show. So my dad had gone to get me my non quote hobo pair of jeans. Thank goodness. My dad had made it just in time for me to change quickly. Oh, and on top of that, I had gotten first place in my class with my pig, which is good, but let me get to the point dot, dot, dot. So I went in the ring and the judge was going to pick fourth place and he pointed at me or so I thought. Apparently, there was someone kind of sort of behind me, but back to the point, my entire family was cheering and yelling, and I went up to the judge to shake hands, and he gave me the absolute dirtiest look ever. Rude. (laughs) I ended up not placing. (laughs) And let me remind you, this was also live streamed, so so many people were watching all (laughs) over the country. (laughs) Oh, I love how it's country. Like you think it's like a town thing? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's country. Aww. My face turned tomato red, and I started crying. Oh. <laughs> 
I'm That's just imagining. I'm just imagining them like walking up to the stage with their hand out to shake. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> there's my embarrassing story. Thank you so much. Please keep this anonymous. <laughs> Ashley, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Mark, can you bleep out the name? Just bleep the name and keep this in. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need, we really, this is, I'm going to break this up. We need anonymous at the top. No. At the very top. No, we can't put this on them. This <laughs> is our fault. <laughs> I need to read fully. I need to read fully. It's my fault. I saw, I saw a pig show and was like done. <laughs> Again, we put zero effort into anything before we record. Oh my God. Anyways. Oh my said, gosh. Have an amazing day and I hope to get to talk to you on Instagram or something. You are like literal sisters to me. Aww. I don't have a sister and I look up to you for my future. Stop. I really hope I can talk to you about other things and I hope you read this story. Sorry for all the ands. <laughs> anonymous. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Wow. Anonymous. I really, I really messed that's I haven't I haven't done that since like the In beginning of this, yeah, yeah. this show. So oh, yeah. wow. Dude, that's a so rough show. Okay, but like that judge sucks. Like, I know. I'm obviously, like, you know, it's an accident. Yeah. So I would have been like hugged her and like made like kind of like made it a joke, like laughed with her instead of just giving her a dirty look. And yeah. like, that's not fair. No, she didn't know. She didn't. It was a mistake. Who it was would clearly do that a on purpose? No yeah. one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally no one. That's rough. I hate. I cry all the time. Like I'm a very like in touch with my emotions person. She is. But when when it's like a legit feeling of mine, like when I'm actually sad, mad, angry, embarrassed, whatever, you will not see me cry. And if I do break in front of people, it's my like living nightmare because then mm -hmm. everyone wants to be like, oh my God, are you okay? You know? And then it's just like so overwhelming. Yeah. So I can't even imagine like, that's what would haunt me at night is like, I cried and everyone saw that's my worst fear. Yeah. I hate crying in front of people. It's period. the worst. Yeah. You're not even good at crying in front of me. No, I Girl. don't. I try not to. I try to make you cry <laughs> all the time. It would be Taryn's like dream. Happiest, happiest dream. If I would just be in touch with my emotions around You just cry her. and I'm just like smiling. <laughs> <laughs> She's just stroking my hair. Like they're there. <laughs> they're there. Ash, let it out. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Um, oh, freaking K. Should I jump into Let's mine? Let's get into it. Yes. So mine's a very interesting one because it's more of just a story. Um, but I thought it was so interesting. And it's one of those things. I have like fascinations with situations that I'm like, I would have never even thought of that happening. Yes. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I don't know. I just think humans are cool. And when things happen, I'm like, wow, like, what would I do? You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Roommate horror story. 
Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Hey, Taryn. Yes, I said you first. Oh, it's my God. It's a movement. It's a movement. And Ash. A 2020 movement. <laughs> I say it all fast. And Ash. <laughs> One breath. <laughs> I wanted to start by saying that I love y'all so much. Your podcast has been such a bright light in my life. And I am so, so thankful for your weekly upload. When I was listening to the Ashing It Up <laughs> episode and y'all said you wanted to hear more roommate stories, I immediately pulled out my laptop at work and started typing oh my god love that I was yes. at work yes <laughs> I love getting things done at work you know yeah. that mm-hmm. I should that's be not getting. that's not work related <laughs> in any way just kidding if my boss is listening <laughs> um <laughs> oh before we get into my crazy roommate horror story I want to introduce myself I loved that I me too I love feeling connected yeah. you know good to know my other. name is James, yes, you can use my name. I'm from a small town in Alabama, and I'm going to be graduating in 18 weeks. Yes, LOL, I have a countdown. With a degree in elementary education, I am an Enneagram 3 wing 2. Oh, hello, Alicia Marie. Literally, she said, shout out to Lita and TK. (laughs) (laughs) And I am extremely competitive. I have been with my boyfriend for almost six years, and I'm obsessed with him, but in a healthy way. Okay. I love that you clarify that. Cool. I'm obsessed with many things. Okay. Now that you know a little bit about me, here we go. And buckle up because this is wild. Oh, my All God. caps. Oh, my God. So freshman year of college, I was assigned three random roommates. While I had my own room, we all had to share a common room, and I shared a bathroom with one of them. Things already didn't start out great, but I wasn't expecting to love them, so it was fine, which I think is a good way to go into anything. Yeah. Just being like, hey. I'm going to live with them. Who yeah. knows? The How goal is be? to live cordially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be best friends with everybody. Nope. nope. However, second semester, my roommate, who was a photography major, said she needed a pretty model, her words, for a photo shoot and asked me if I would do it. I never really hung out with my roommates, but I was like, uh, sure, okay. She told me to wear jeans and a black t-shirt and tennis shoes. We went into the photography studio and she told me to sit in the corner and look sad. I was confused, but I did it. And the pictures actually turned out really cool. A week or so went by and I sort of forgot about the photo shoot. I walked into her dorm one day and saw her editing the pictures and asked her if I could see them. What she showed me, y'all would not believe. She had edited cuts, bruises, black eyes onto me. Oh, yeah. She even edited a man standing in front of me holding a belt as if he was going to hang me. What? Right, like, right? What? I was reading this and I was like, wait, what? Why would this not be a previous conversation? Yeah. It's my first. That's not what she signed up for yeah. at all. She continues. And y'all, she is a good editor. Like they looked real. When I saw them, I was hesitant, but she promised me that she would only show them to her professor. No one else would see them. And I think y'all can see where this is going. Oh, shoot. A few days go by and I'm on my way to lunch with my boyfriend on my, on my way to lunch when he calls me and tells me to come to one of the buildings on campus. When I get there, he opens up the elevator door and from floor to ceiling are all of the pictures of me covering the entire elevator inside the elevator. What? And things were like this. Oh, and these were like the size of movie posters. What? To make it worse, there was no context or card explaining what the pictures were. I felt like I was in Pretty Little Liars, too. That's so true. You know how it was always like these massive things that you're like, where did that come from? It was like an out-of-body experience, and that was the first time in my life I've ever been speechless. Yeah. Impulsively, I ripped all of them down and threw them away. I immediately started a very long and angry text to her. Yeah. But my boyfriend read it and said it would make the rest of the year miserable with her, so he helped me create a more calmly worded text. We love a wise man. Mm -hmm. Yep. Love a wise man. Yep. Um, She quickly read it and said, oh, I thought I told you I would hang them up. I'll buy you a coffee to make up for it. (laughs) This girl seems very like out of Uh, touch. I don't. Yeah. Socially unaware is what I'm picking up on. Yeah. 
She said, now usually I can be bought with coffee, but not this time. <laughs> this was in March and I lived with her until May, but I didn't speak to her again. After my meltdown, my boyfriend gave me one of his t-shirts, a jar of peanut butter, my favorite food, and told me to go take a nap. <laughs> I, can we just say the hero in this whole story is her the boyfriend. boyfriend. A big fan of I him. was like thinking like what my future boyfriend, he needs to be like, here's a Diet Coke. Here's some Chex Mix. I'm going to put on a Disney movie. See you in two hours. Yeah. Mine's going to be like, here's some coffee and mint Milano's. Go chill. Yeah. <laughs> Go chill. Go take a bait. You need to calm down. <laughs> a week later, my psychology professor came up to me after class and asked if I would come to her office hours. When I was there, she asked me if I was mentally okay because she saw the pictures of me and didn't know if it was a mean prank or a cry for help. I explained the whole story to her and she said that she would tell the other faculty members that saw it what had actually happened oh sorry at that time I was livid but now I love telling the story because it's just so crazy and sounds like it came from a movie I'm sorry this was so long no not at all <laughs> loved every second but I had to tell it after y'all said you wanted to hear more roommate stories thank y'all again for all y'all there's a lot of y'all but I feel like I'm doing great you're doing a wonderful um, job you are doing to support women and encourage them I love you both Ugh. I have wow. so many things. So many things. Um, so first of all, should we just take a take a moment? Round of applause for the boyfriend. Oh wait. Oh, well done. Thank you. Um, he sounds like a absolute delight. Oh, uh, yes. Love where that is headed. So congrats on that. Um, she, on the other hand, sounds like a handful. <sighs> and I'm I I can't even begin to express how furious I would have been. I just it's don't. simply all that needed to happen was a literal five second conversation to be like, Hey, is it cool if I hang these? Yeah. Also, do you mind looking like you're a battered, you know? Well, the woman? thing is, is like, let's just be blunt. That's not a like light subject no. at all. And there are so many people who have been through stuff that it's not, it's not something that should just be like, a light like oh yeah this just happened and I'm just throwing it up and yeah. the fact that it was up like I'm sure that would have triggered a lot of people who've been through stuff so also no matter what it's inappropriate yeah. like to me in my head like I get the whole it was probably an editing assignment they probably were given some type of prompt that she thought that would make sense so I get that that's part of the project but anytime there's anything to do with any yeah. type of abuse or, you know, these subjects that we should handle sensitively, there should be a lot more discussion that happens besides just like, can I take your photo? And then that happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And clearly they're not that close. So yeah. she should have been like, hey, like, is are you personally okay with this kind of yeah. photo? Because what if she had gone through something like that yeah. or her mother or her sister or, you know, family member, any family no, member. No, it's so true. Like that's, that's a scary thing. And it's, it's rude to assume that she is totally fine with that. Yeah. Because she easily could have not been. And just been yeah. like, you know what? Why don't you ask someone else? Like, I'm I just don't, I don't get that, like, that wasn't a part of, like, hey, I have a project. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? Like, and, and, like, any photographer, just not like I'm an expert, but any photographer but I've, good girl. Not any photographer I've worked with, they're like, here's the vision. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm picturing. Here's what I want it to look like. Like, where, where, where the hell is that? You That's know? It. Yeah. You can't just, like, Photoshop stuff on people and not have any type of discussion about yeah, it. Yeah, like, hey, like, here's here's the project. Here's what I'm picturing. Are you cool with that? Like, that's all she had to say. Yeah. So Even, like, I've seen, like, celebrities um, where they've posted being upset. Because I forget, I think it was Megan Trainer. She, like, posted she was really upset because she did a shoot for a magazine. And they edited her to be skinnier. And that really upset I remember her. That. Yeah. Because she's very much, like, body positive. Very. Like, everybody is beautiful. We love that. Um, and she was upset and I would be too, to be honest. Like, I'd be like, what, like the message you're telling me is that me, I'm not good enough to be on your magazine unless you shave like 20 pounds off of me yeah. mm -hmm. and like freak that, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, I think like in general, I feel like it's not, it's weird to just like affect the way that someone looks without talking to them about it. Yeah. But again, for me, where it gets way worse is the subject matter that she put onto her. Like that is just, and especially now, like I just don't understand how that yeah. was like, 
you just you discover it by walking in and being like, oh, why am I like bruised and beaten? Yeah. And who the who is this man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who's the man? Where did she get the man? I have no. I mean, it's I, also weird. that must have been some great editing if she edited in a person. Yeah, and she so. said she was good, and that was the whole thing. Is it looked so real that professors were talking about, which is like that's awesome, good for you. Yeah. But like all that's what I mean. This whole thing could have been avoided by a five a ten second conversation. Yeah this whole thing yeah all and it maybe, took is for her to be like hey is this cool with you yeah if not cool i'll find someone else maybe she had a good message behind the photos like it was to bring you know recognition or start a conversation about domestic abuse but still like just so much talking shit yeah. happened wow. before wow 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 I wow, can't wow, even wow imagine wow. um anywho thank you so much for sending in that story yeah glad I, you're, you don't have to room with her anymore yeah, yeah. i mean there's i feel like i we don't get a lot of just like stories. So yeah. I got excited to just like, oh, it's so fun. Read and talk about, Ugh. but yes, thank Yay. you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Um, I feel like I missed out in college cause I never had like a college roommate. Cause I went, yeah. I did like two years of junior college. And then when I did go to college to my four year, um, I was working full time. So I like yeah. me and my sister, I lived off campus. Um, and, uh, so I, I never got that experience. Part of me, I've talked to so many people where they're like, you're so lucky. It was rough for me. And then I've had other people that were like, oh, I, I got lucky. I had a great roommate and it was a great experience. So sometimes well, I, I feel even, it and sometimes I don't. Yeah. I think even like if your roommate specifically sucks, like it's just that it's the atmosphere of like living on campus yeah. and like being like, hey, like meet you downstairs in like five minutes. And then like just, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like fun. But yeah, I've had some rough roommates yeah <laughs> but I've had some good ones and yeah I think it's just the overall experience that was great but I definitely think both are fine you know what I mean yeah. I don't think people should be embarrassed to stay at home and save money but if you can get that experience it's great but yeah 100% roommates Hey guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice Change for your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yeah. back to the show. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get into my story. This one is, I'm going to just say it right now, anonymous. Good job, Ash. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and this one is titled, Mother, May I Hang Up the Phone Now? Oh. Sucked me right in. Oh. I love when you guys have cool titles. It, it literally, like, I was like, done. Whatever it is, yeah. done. Okay, here we go. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hello. As Whatever. It, as Whatever. it should be. As Whatever. it should be. I hope you're both having an amazing day. You ladies are such a light in my life and so many others, and you truly deserve good things. Oh my gosh, the other email said we were light. Uh, we're we're light. light in the darkness. <laughs> Ash. A candle in what? the darkness. What is that song? It's my song. I just made it up. Did you uh, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, let me finish or get into this. Okay. Someone please make that into a remix. <laughs> I'm a kid. In the day. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Okay. I've been a massive YouTube fan since day one, and I've been binging this podcast for all of quarantine. That's what yes. I'm talking about. Like, people found us during quarantine, and they're fans. They like us, Taryn. Did we get, like, famous? Yeah. I think we got cool. Okay. I think we got real cool. <laughs> Next step is famous for sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm the oldest of three girls and the oldest girl in a massive extended family. And my mom and all of her friend group. So I'm long story short, the oldest out of all the kids <laughs> in, the, in those categories. So I totally relate to y'all when you say you're the older sisters of the house. However, I am closer to TK's age, which if you guys don't know, uh, uh our really close friend who has lived with us during quarantine, her name is TK <laughs> and she's 23. So yeah, that is where anonymous is. Age-wise. Wow. I, I feel like I said that really you, complicated. Yeah, but like I followed. I was just trying to like stop the story to explain TK's age. And all yeah. I had to say was for those of you. Anyways, we're <laughs> moving on. And I've never really had that big sister in my life in my life, and have just always felt that void. Maybe that's why I love this podcast so much. I really feel like I could come to y'all with anything and you genuinely care. Which, I mean, <sighs> all these compliments are just <laughs> like, thank you. 
means a lot. My heart. <laughs> okay. She continues. I'd like to say anonymous if that's okay. Your wish is our command. Our command. <laughs> I have anxiety and depression, and I've had that for practically my whole life, and mild PTSD after being sexually assaulted a while ago. When I was in high school, I went to two different therapists to try to get help. I wanted to go. I wanted to get better. Unfortunately, they were really awful experiences. Mm. I've never felt so judged in my life. They made me feel crazy and stupid, like something was wrong with me and I really? was a lost cause. I left every meeting feeling so much worse and kind of started spiraling. I won't get into the details, but I most definitely hit rock bottom. Fast forward to college. I moved 16 plus hours away from home. I loved it and I was genuinely happy for the first time in my life. However, my junior and senior year, I really started struggling with anxiety again. It's weird. I've heard that happen where it like yeah. you have it and then it goes away and then it comes back mm-hmm. again. Um, continuing. I'm a very stereotypical type A oldest child and told myself and everyone else that, quote, I'm fine. I don't have to deal with this at this time. Mm -hmm. I'll grab a latte and get it done, which is, I feel that. I get that way too. Yeah. After college, I moved back home for about a year. I really didn't want to. I loved the city and had moved for college and all of my friends lived in it or near it. I loved the culture and that part of the country and had made so many professional connections through five internships that I really, really loved. Good for you. That's cool. Look at you go. Living at home was very hard. My parents are wonderful people, but they don't really care to get to know me all that much. Sometimes they can be mean and rude. My mom, my entire life has acted as though the two of us are in a competition. For instance, if we're shopping together, she'll, she'll say things like, I can't possibly be that size if you're that size, or you can't be a smaller size than me, or you're not getting that. For context, I'm 5'9", and my mom's 5'3". We have totally different body types, and there's no rhyme or reason to have a size comparison. What the heck? She'll make comments that constantly put me down, make me feel inadequate, etc. But she tells everyone else how great I am. It's just when we go home, I feel like at the dinner table is like the middle of a school cafeteria. I've been on the verge of tears before and at dinner before. And my sisters have asked her to stop, but she just won't lay off. While I was home, I did start going to see a psychiatrist. I'm kind of introverted and a little bit of a closed book. So between that and my rough experience with therapy, I really didn't want to quote, talk to someone extensively, but knew I had to do something because I was having panic attacks five days a week. I got diagnosed and put on some medication and they have really been helping. A few months ago, I finally got my dream job back in the city I wanted to live in with all of my friends. I moved back and have been so much happier. The medicine has really been helping and my mom and I have a better relationship when we don't live in the same house, which I get that. I get that. However, Recently, my mom's been calling me to vent, but she'll vent about marital issues, family problems, complain about our family member with cancer, money problems, basically why life isn't revolving around her. This summer, my grandma had died, and she went as far as to say that her dying was an inconvenient time because she had to go to a funeral instead of a beach vacation. What? Wow. Talking to her has just been really hurtful. She's selfish and has no boundaries. I can't say anything to her because she just gets meaner and more defensive and then starts crying and then my dad will get mad at me for upsetting her. Every time I talk to her, she never lets me hang up and my anxiety spikes. My psychiatrist wants me to start therapy in addition to the medicine, primarily to figure out how the heck to deal with my mom, but I'm scared. Therapy practically destroyed me before. I really don't want to, but I can see where my doctor is coming from. My question is, do you have any advice on how to start therapy? What to look for in a therapist? Any red flags to look out for or things to say? I'm so nervous that I want to throw up. I've done a lot of work to try and move past my experiences with my old therapist, but I'm still scared and don't want to reverse any of my progress that I've made. I guess my question is twofold because if you have any advice on how to deal with toxic parents, I would love to hear that as well. My mom thinks we have some great relationship, but in reality, she makes me feel like my existence is a burden. I'll take any help I can get. Love you both so much. Thanks for listening to me. XO anonymous. And then she put PS. Sorry, this is a novel. (laughs) It definitely was uh, not a novel. No. Um, And there was, I feel like 
your story had so many layers to it that like you had it, we needed all of those to get the full picture of what you're dealing with right now. But wow, anonymous, you're dealing with a lot. That is so heavy in like so many freaking ways. There's so many things. Um, I think first off, just like a huge applause for how far you've come yeah. in your life already. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have the desire and strength and will to even like want to pursue bettering yourself and, and finding like a healthy place for yourself just goes to show like what an amazing person you, you mm-hmm. must be. Yeah. Um, because that takes a lot of strength and effort on one's part to, to do that. And yeah. it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard. So, um, congratulations on, on being amazing and, and prioritizing yourself. And, and I'm just so pumped for your future. Um, the therapy, there's so many things. Do you have any thoughts that you want to say? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that definitely stuck out to me. Like you seem very like self-aware, which Mm -hmm. is such a gift. I think a lot of people love to just ignore, forget, you know, reword Mm -hmm. stories, but you yeah. seem very aware of like, okay, yeah, this is a problem. This is where I'm at. I know I need help, things like that. Um, one, I know everyone has different opinions on medication, but like it's not something to be ashamed of. And I know so many people that that are successful on it. And yeah. I think it's something that, you know, like, I, I mean, I just think about it in ways of like, you know, if I had a hormone imbalance, like doctors would help me I'd have to take supplements to make my body function right. So I'm totally, I think there's ways people can abuse and overuse, but I think that's something that, you know, if that's what you need to create some space to be able to function, then I think that's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree though, that I think a lot of times with medication, you know, the goal is to like, take it while you get some steps in place and then hopefully not have to take it anymore. So I think a lot of times where you see medication being really successful is when it is paired with therapy so that you can still be making steps in life and figuring things out, um, to create tools and whatever. Yeah. So I just think, I mean, it just kills me when people have bad experiences with therapy because that's not like, That is not what should be happening. No. Therapy can be really hard because you're bringing to light things that are hurtful and hard to deal with and hard to, um, you know, just like revisit things from your past. But the whole point of it is to, to relieve some of the pressure of holding things in, to better yourself, to create clarity, um, so you should not be leaving therapy sessions feeling like people don't believe you victimize things like that. Like that, I don't know what you went through or who those people were, but they suck and they should not be in that field Yeah, to be blunt. Um, so I think as you're approaching this new, like wanting to go back into it, you have to separate that that was not therapy. Like mm-hmm. what you did, it was very unfortunate. You got in with the wrong people. That sucks. And I'm not diminishing it, but it's like, that needs to be just a like, well, that was then, but like now I'm going to find, yeah, like I'm actually going to get some like good help. Yeah. Um, I think word of mouth is a huge way to find someone, you know, like talk to your friends if anyone's going to a therapist that they like. It's important to remember, like, it's not bad to see therapists that, like, see other people in your life. Everything's yeah. confidential. If they're successful and and people recommend them, I think that's great. But also, we've talked about so many times, you have to see it as trying on a pair of shoes. Like, I was some, just going to say, tell your, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a seven and a half usually, but in some shoes, I'm an eight and some I'm a seven. And if I just were to try on a seven and a half in every single shoe and be like, no, I'm a seven and a half I have to I have to like stick this out I would not be able to walk I'd have blisters I would be miserable so you have to keep trying it on until you find someone that fits I had my first therapist she was cool but like I left feeling very like unfulfilled and then my next therapist that I went to 
was like the freaking best to where like I would have so many, I would go in being like, I have nothing to talk about. I'm fine today. And then I'd leave like sobbing hysterically because I'd have some breakthrough from my childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, you've got to find someone that fits you. Every therapist is going to have a different approach, a different technique in the way that they do it. There's some therapists that are very forward and harsh. And then there's others that are very gentle and like Mm -hmm. leave space. So you've got to kind of find just what works for you and not be afraid to, you know, go and have an initial consult with someone and be like, I didn't like them. Then move on. You know what I mean? Like you have the freedom to do that. Yeah. So that would be my advice as far as like approaching therapy again, which I really think you should do. Yeah. Um, I'm actually pumped for you. Yeah. Cause I feel like once you find the right therapist, it's going to be a game changing experience for you because you're finally going to have someone on your side that you trust that you can confide in that can walk you through actual tangible steps and tools and communicative tools to deal with your mom well yeah and I think like probably the first time ever you mentioned like stuff she's been through like that's heavy freaking stuff Mm -hmm. that like you know like needs to be dealt with and so I think that you'll be surprised how much like even though you went to therapy for a while it'll feel like the first time, you know what I mean? If someone's going to come and like actually help you feel heard and validated. And, you know, like when I was going to therapy, that was what meant the most to me is when I would throw something out being like, I know this is not a big deal. I know people have had this worse, but like this happened and it made me feel like this. And she would always take a minute to just stop and be like, that's really hard. Mm -hmm. Like, that was not easy, you know? And I remember feeling like, oh, like I needed that validation to be like, yeah, that did suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, there's going to be different things that should help you feel heard and seen. And then once you get that part out of the way, then you deal with like, okay, well, how do we like take steps to move forward? You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, frick, I just hate that that happened to you. Like yeah. that really bothers me. Something that sucks about family sometimes is that I think because they know you so well, they're so comfortable with you. They know your story. Mm -hmm. Um, they tend to maybe not intentionally, but they, they tend to diminish the experiences that you have. Um, because they already know about it. You know, there, there might not be a specific reason, but I think that happens often. And I think what you need is someone to finally just be like, Hey, what you experienced was wrong. Mm -hmm. It was hurtful. It was abuse. And it's, it's not okay. And the fact of the matter is you're going to, you are going to constantly have to deal with the repercussions of what happened to you. And you need someone on your side to be able to guide you through that. Yeah. You know, if your family's not doing it for you and you don't have a best friend that can walk you through it also, I highly recommend a therapist. Um, and again, like Taryn said, this is the balls in your court. I, I wouldn't, I do think you need to go to therapy with like an openness to, to trying everything, Mm -hmm. but I do think you need to sit there and also like decide whether or not it's a good fit. It's like dating, you know, it doesn't mean that they're a terrible person. It doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. It just means that he's not right for you. Um, and you know, that's the works the same way with a therapist. So I think, I think, I really think getting a good therapist on your side, is going to change everything. Yeah. Um, and now onto the mom stuff. I don't. the comments that she said to you dude i was my mama bear was like rising it's not okay it's, it's inappropriate it's very childlike and um kind of concerning because i it sounds to me like even though it it's weird um even though she's older and we would like to think you know more put together she clearly has some serious health problems because she she's very clearly i think living vicariously through you yeah. and comparing herself her life her size and shape, which is just annoying as hell to you. And that's not, that's not motherly. That's not loving. And that's not kind. And that's not healthy. It's not fair. You know, when, when you see like us as women, we have enough to deal with, like enough to deal with from like everything that society and men and other women, because women can be the worst to our own kind, which is ridiculous. Um, Bitches and hoes. You know, (laughs) okay. Um, But it's just like, as a girl growing up, like your mom should be a safe person that is constantly reiterating that, 
you are beautiful and helping you to see your own beauty and like form that confidence. Mm -hmm. So to have that person, that role in your life treat you in that way is just horrible. And I haven't, I mean, I've, I am so fortunate to have a mom that has just been my biggest support growing up, but I've had friendships like that where there's this weird competitive, like I'm going to tear you down to make myself feel better dynamic. And I've experienced the same thing, but when we're in front of people, Mm -hmm. then I'm like the best person ever. And I'm so funny, which really the only reason that happens is because then it's a reflection of them. They want to look good. So they're making their friends seem like a cool person. Yeah. So I think there are so many (laughs) boundaries that need to be put down. And honestly, it's probably going to get rough because it sounds like your mom doesn't respect boundaries well without, you know, taking it super personal and and making it about her. Um, I think there has to be a lot of accepting, like, like Ash said, I think your mom, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about her, but just from what you said, I think she's dealing with her own battles, definitely her own inner battles and who knows what happened to her to have her, you know, have those tendencies and act that way. Yeah. But I do think you can love her even if that needs to be a little bit more from afar. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. You have to, you have to set up boundaries. And I think that's what you're your doctor's kind of getting at is like, okay, we can do all these things. Like we can give medication. I'm glad it's like helping. But at the end of the day, like that's such an unhealthy dynamic. So, and it's a hard thing to navigate when, when your end goal is still to like have that relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I definitely would, would really think about the boundaries that need to happen and it's okay for you to let it go to voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it. Literally going to say the same thing. Um, you don't have to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think what's, what's cool and something that happened to me when I, when I moved out, um, I, you know, th- there's a sense of independence that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Also, you're, you said you're done with college. So you're, you're, you got a job now. Um, there's, you've moved out, you're doing your own thing. Um, you have every right to speak up for yourself. Yeah. And if she's being mean, I'll, I would just highly recommend saying things like that was petty or I don't appreciate that. Or that was really hurtful. Why would you say that? Just, it sounds dumb, but like call her out mm-hmm. and she's an adult. And if you do that, I'm curious to see how she reacts. You know, yeah. if she reacts, if you, if, if Taryn were to say something to me right now and I was like, that was, what the heck? Like, that was so rude. Why would you say that? If she was very apologetic and said, I'm so sorry, I don't know where that came from. Then that steers the conversation in a certain direction. Yeah. If she doesn't know what you're talking about and, and continues to blow right past your feelings and, and you being vulnerable and sharing that, then that takes the conversation in a different direction. Yeah. And I think if that's, if the latter is what happens, then I would just slowly wean off talking to her. Yeah. Don't answer her phone calls. She's fine. Well, you know? I think too, like, you know, maybe uh, what's cool about therapy is you can always use them as the scapegoat. Yeah. <laughs> like you can say like, Hey, like I'm going to therapy. I'm really working on creating healthy boundaries and, and I'm doing a lot of self-reflection, self-work. Yeah. So for the meantime, like I will definitely call you, but like, I have to, I have to create some space. And I would call her on days where you're feeling equipped to talk to her. Like if you're feeling down, if you're having a hard day, don't answer the phone call. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like make sure that you personally are okay or like you're wanting to reach out. And if, you know, if she is not, cause she said something about like, she won't let her hang up. Like she won't Mm -hmm. stop talking. But if the conversation, if she's crossing lines, you do need to stand up for yourself and you don't have to be like rude. I mean, you, you could, if that's your approach to be like, mom, like stop, you know, but you could also just really calmly be like, mom, I, I love you and I care about you. And I'm so sorry that you're upset, but I have to take care of my own feelings. And right now, you're really, you're really affecting me. Yeah. So I'm going to hang up and I'm not hanging up on you, but I need this conversation to stop. And I just want you to know, like, I love you and I will, I'll call you again soon. Yeah. And then if you have to hang up then, then like do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you've got to start 
protecting yourself. Like, yeah. I mean, there. at what point is it just going to be too much? You yeah. know, I love my mom to death. Two pieces. She's the me best. Too. However, me and her have grown a lot because she, she would call me sometimes and vent about her day or just want to mm-hmm. chat, literally just want to talk. And I love that I can be that for her. Yeah. And I love, I love when I'm able to call and chat with her as well, but there's times when it's just not a good time. Yeah. And there's times when I've had a hard day and I'm just not feeling it. And me and her have come to this great understanding when I'm like, Hey, I can't, I don't feel like talking right now. She knows. Yeah. And we've, you know, ideally that would be the best situation for you is to have some kind of code word or just simple thing that you say, where it's just like, Hey mom, I love you, but I'm not in the mood to talk right now. She knows it's not offensive. It has everything to do with where I'm at. And I don't, I'm not in the mood to have a conversation right now. Um, So maybe eventually that could be a place that something that you guys can do. Well, and I'm sorry, but if your mom is like, your grandparent died and she's mad because it's inconvenient because she had vacation. Oof. She does not sound like she's like fully in touch with reality. No, 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 so no. I would not, t- I would honestly not take anything she said. No. With a grain of salt. I because mean, that's like, that's ridiculous. And at some point, like with people like that in your life, you have to just be like, cut that's them. Off. them. Mm-hmm. That's where they are at. So everything they say, I'm just going to be like, okay. Okay, yeah. mom. And then another yep. thing that I think will definitely come when you talk to your therapist, the your mother sounds a little narcissistic. Yeah. And the world revolves around her. And I think the sooner you realize that and start treating her like that way, the the better it'll it'll be for you because quite frankly, it sounds like she's walking all over you. Yeah, and yeah, like Ash said, I think when we understand um mm-hmm. You know, even if she doesn't necessarily get diagnosed with something, your therapist will be able to create some clarity on what they think could be the issue. And then when you start researching and being like, oh, now I get it. Like, this is how she's functioning. This is how she thinks and feels and whatever. Then it it does make it a lot easier to just be like, okay, I can't. Literally, when she's talking, I just have to tune it out. Yeah. I am such a huge um, personality quiz test person. Um, maybe one time when you guys are having a, a a decent conversation, maybe you guys can do like a personality quiz test with the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, and maybe that'll give you a little bit of a glimpse into her personality type and her you. And then maybe you can, you guys could, you know, gain a little knowledge on how each other works so you can enter into a conversation a little more Mm -hmm. effectively. Um, but now after like having talked about it already, I really do think the key to all your problems is finding the right therapist. Yeah. Because once you find someone, not only is she going to help you dig through your past and sort through all of that, but she's going to give you like actual tools to deal with your mother. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I really do think that's like the missing piece in your puzzle. Yeah, no, I agree. But girl, stand up for yourself, yeah. create your boundaries. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you hurt your mom's feelings anyway. So by doing Oof. absolutely nothing. So might as well do something that deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at, that, at what point, you know, it doesn't sound like you can make her, you know, please her in any way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, at this point you got to do what's best for you, mm-hmm. boo. That's you literally, yeah. that's your only option. And you know, you are the only one who has to live your life. Um, and if she's making it unbearable, then I think it's, I think it's time to back off. Yeah. And, and please don't, don't be discouraged. Mm -mm. Go. I mean, you'll find the right therapist, start talking to people, um, you know, talk to your doctor about recommendations they have, but I would definitely push through because once you find the right one, like you're going to be like, Oh yeah, (laughs) this is great. You know what I mean? I've never heard anyone talk about their therapist in that, like how you described. Mm So that I'm so sorry that happened to you. It's super unfortunate, but I, I do think that when you find someone that works, it's gonna, it's gonna erase a lot of what's happened. And I think you're going to find healing in a lot more ways than just your mom. So I think I'm excited for you for like, when you do find that person that fits, um, and yeah, boundaries, but thank you so much for sharing. I mean, that's such a, hard topic. So I know a lot of people listening are, can relate to some, some portion oh, of that. So. You are not the only person who's gone through that or had a, have a past like that. Yeah. And you are not the only person with family problems, Mm-mm. especially mom problems. So, um, I know 
so many people needed to hear this yeah. and we're sorting through a lot of people's stories right now. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for sharing and being vulnerable with us. It means a lot. And, um, yeah, good luck with everything. I can't yeah. wait. If you have an update <laughs> email, send it on in, send it in. We'd love to hear. Uh, do we got a dad joke? Of course we do. Ash, of course, of course we, we do. do. All right. Ready? Yes. I accidentally rubbed ketchup in my eyes. Now I have hindsight. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Heinz. Heinz. Ketchup. Ketchup. The brand. Right? I got Eyes. it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Sticking to the end. Be sure to like, subscribe, um, share with your friends. Go comment ketchup. Is there a ketchup emoji? Probably. If there's a ketchup emoji, there's comment There's definitely that. a tomato. Definitely a tomato. If not, I give us tomatoes. Whatever you want, honestly. <laughs> uh, we love you all, and we'll talk to you in about Next a week. week. <laughs> we love, love you, bye. bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.